Welcome to Prop Talk. Uh, it's uh, Chris Call, once again, with uh, Mikey Trudell. I'm thinking about, should we do lyrics? It, do you want to start singing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah I don't know. Welcome to a Prop Talk. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's some, you, like, you, some you, metal version. Of yeah, you do first up, and then I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go Okay, well, we, we'll, give it a, we'll give it a roll. Uh, anyway, so today we are continuing our series with uh, regional Prop Masters, and we have uh, Leonard Marchand. Is that right, Leonard? You got that right? Oh, Marchand, yeah. Marchand. Yeah, Damn it, he told me that. Marchand, that's right. <laughs> Just the worst. Um, so, yeah. Uh, joining us by way of uh, internet, so this is how we have to do it regionally. And uh, but but the technology is good; we're good here. Um, so welcome. Thank you. I, I appreciate. It's great it. to I love have you in. I'm so excited. Thank you. Yeah, hot off the set, I might add. Right. Okay. He literally just rapped and jumped on, which is an anomaly in itself right now because nobody in Los Angeles is working. <laughs> so. Oh man! I'm, God bless you, brother. I'm so grateful right now to, to have anything, to have some type of job. Let me tell you, I'm I'm through the roof, just very appreciative. And, and you know, I mean, I'm, I'm keeping, you know, I'm not trying to put it out there and trying to make anyone feel bad. But yeah, we, uh, sure. but I'm just extremely grateful to have, to have something going right now. Absolutely. And uh, have you, so is it, I'm assuming it's pretty bad in new orleans as well right? Oh, this is the only thing going right now there was one or two there was one other show a series and they stopped and i think there there's there's other things that keep trying but they they just push right. for the most part yeah i mean i haven't worked in like 10 months yeah, yeah. oh man Damn, <laughs> so, yeah. so you were feeling it pretty hard for a while then too so yeah it, it's for me it's my the last show i did was it ended last september Basically yeah. the last yeah, time wow. that I had I had wow. a show that I keyed. Amazing. And, uh, man, it's, it's yeah, it's been rough. I, I don't think did I fail to mention that you're in New Orleans, I guess. You just mentioned it in passing, but yeah, oh, okay, you're yes, you're in yes. New Orleans. Yes. New Orleans. Yes. That's right. So it might be nice over there is like this is the latest we've done this show here in Los Angeles, and you're two hours, I believe. Ahead. Even later than us. Yeah. So thank you for coming in. Yes, and, exactly. At least fitting this, this in. Prop talk after hours. I know. Yeah. I, I I hope at least you have like a cocktail or something. <laughs> I just my trusty Lacroix. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. That's fantastic. So Leonard, um, tell me how. Tell us how you got in the business there, and did you get in in New Orleans? You're from New Orleans, right? I'm pretty much considered from here. I grew up, I was here from zero to seven and then zero to six. And then my family moved up to Buffalo, New York. Wow. And so I was there from that age to 21. When I, when I got my, my bachelor's two weeks later, after walking across the stage, I was out and wow. I was thinking, I was debating either going to Canada or coming back here. But Canada moving over there is just it was too much. It was like all the paperwork and the things right, and the right. trying to, to move there. So I, I easily just moved down here and and uh, after and so it was the film work down here wasn't massive. It was you know I think they did maybe one or two or three shows a year or something. What, what year was that that you moved back? 
Uh, 2001. 2001, okay. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I had done some indies up in uh, Buffalo while I was still in college. Okay. And so that's kind of where I got, uh, started doing things there. Did you go to school for film up there? Or? Uh, communications. Communications. What school? Uh, Buffalo State. Buffalo State. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You went from the Big Easy to the Snow Belt, man. That, yeah. That was oh, a culture I'm... shock. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, coming back or like, well, when I go and visit my family every once in a while and it's like if it's during the winter, I'm like, I yeah. like I, I can't move. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, I, that's how I feel when I go to New Orleans now because you just don't want to move because it's so hot. I mean, I wouldn't go na- right now. <laughs> well, the last time I went was July of last year. Where my, oh me my and my God. family went. We were like, what the hell's wrong with us? But oh, it's yeah, painful. It is, but it's, it's so it's like hundred. The heat index is like 115 every yeah, day. It's crazy. It's <laughs> humid. That's why it's they painful. have those. And, and again, another thankful for being on a show. It's a full stage show. Wow. Thank you. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I shot in New Orleans once in July mm-hmm. and uh, it was crazy. And we went out like, outside of town and uh, to shoot some like um, back road thing and they turned the lights on and it was like snowing with all the moths like, oh yeah it, it was crazy we couldn't even shoot termite season or or, or well no, no that's earlier spring it was probably the moths and the bugs and the mosquitoes yeah, and yeah. yeah it was crazy yeah i used to i used to work in uh well I, I started in the industry in orlando so it was kind of like a lot of the same thing. And I remember we did a lot of outdoor shows when I first started off. So it was so hot. I remember like at lunchtime, people would just like not go to lunch and just the whole crew would be in shade sleeping <laughs> under <laughs> trees pretty much exactly. to try to catch up. That's amazing. Yeah, I hear you on that. Um, so but- yeah, go back to... Uh- all right, you're, so let me see. So I was uh, kicking around. So whenever I could find any details on a show, believe me, I was there. Like, I have no chill when it comes to finding a job. <laughs> like, I, I am relentless. Um, there was a show, Runaway Jury was shooting. Okay. And I found their production office. And I went in their office every other day. Every other day yeah. until finally the uh, the production corner was like, look, I, fi- I got a job for you. Nice. It was an edit- editorial PA. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> And that yeah, so that was that was, and then it and then it just snowballed from there, just doing office uh, PA work and stuff. But it was on the uh, the Ray Charles movie, is mm. I was in the office, day playing, helping them run DSL line through the ceiling, and I'm up on a ladder, and this dude comes and he like taps on me. He's like, hey, and I come down. He was like, I, I mean, I got tattoos and everything like this, and um, it was Tony Macario. I don't know if, if you guys are familiar with Tony Macario. No. But he was he did all those shows with like Robert Altman, like Popeye and all those old, older shows. Um, I don't know the, the other shows offhand. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, you want to do props? And I was like, sure. <laughs> Clearly, I, I, you know, I didn't really know what the hell it was, but I was like, sure. He was like, all right, well, I'll call you. I'll call you when I, you know, when it's time. And I'm like, all right. So three months later, I'm PA in an art department somewhere and I get a call. I'm like, who is this? And he's like, it's, you know, it's me, I, you know, if for that job i was like absolutely and so that's where it all began for me and you started and you were a prop pa or, or... Uh, uh, fourth i was the fourth, fourth. oh cool were you uh, union yeah. at this time or no is is is, is new orleans a, uh or is louisiana right to work state like how how does that work it, out there it's right to work and yeah we're iotsi 478 here right. oh cool and it's a mixed local right um uh, oh yes wherever yes we're crafts I can go and be gripped tomorrow right. or i can go new craft service tomorrow yeah 
So, like, what would you guess? How many people are in your your local? Um, gosh, that's a good question. I'm not completely sure. I would say, if I had to guess, I would say maybe a thousand. Oh, well, that's pretty good. If I had to guess, it's it's not as huge as Georgia's because I've seen their sure. crew list before, well, and that yeah. was like yeah. hundreds of pages. So yeah. it's it's not that bad. Like as far as prop masters, I think there's only off the top of my head maybe eight others. Okay. So is there a lot of cross migration of, of crafts or do people pretty much do this same job? It's, it would be, it's pretty much, they're pretty focused here. So yeah, we got, yeah, a lot of dedicated crew. That's just two props or if, or maybe there's some floaters that would do like that might do one other department. Right. But it's not, they're not, but majority, each person is focused on each for their own, that particular craft for the department that they're in here. Cause there's so much work and yeah, there's no, there's not a, it's not that crazy to have to be like, Oh man, let me try to get on there as wardrobe tomorrow or something right, like that. Right. Been great. Very grateful for that. I'm very grateful for the whole, uh, my whole career here. It's, it's, it's just, I've been lucky up until this writer, this writer strike, the yes. last writer strike, I made it through somehow, but this right. one here, I, um, yeah. So what what year did you start in New Orleans again? Two thousand one. Two thousand one. Okay, so it was pretty early. Um, because did so that the, but the COVID COVID had to have affected you pretty bad still, right? Uh, I was on a show. I think I was down for six months. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's not too bad. I guess I guess New Orleans is a type of place that will come back from that sooner than we would. Right. Exactly. Yeah, we were right in the middle of a of the. Uh, I do uh, this lovely kids show called uh, "The Secrets of Sulphur Springs." It's on the Disney Channel. I absolutely love the show. Oh, and, cool! Those uh, are fun. We were right in the season one, right in the beginning, and um, yeah, they, I remember they. I remember the Friday we shut down, and then yeah, I think it was like six six months until we were back. We we're back up and going, and um, but yeah. Huh. So, anybody else in your family in the business? Uh, my wife was. She was a decorator. Right, but like your parents or siblings or anything like that. So what? No. What made you want to get in the film industry? Um, well, I just love the creativity. You know, I mean, I have always been very creative, and uh, I mean that was the thing as far as you know, knowing props. I, I mean, I, I didn't know that. At, you know, like for that story, I didn't even know what it was. But I was just looking for something. I didn't know what it was. You know exactly what it was, and until it landed, uh, you know, on a silver platter in front of me. But right. oh, my! I do. I did wrangle my step, my uh, my half, my uh, half brother into this. He's he's one of my props people. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, so you did the the one gig as a fourth, and then from there, I mean, how long did it take before you started mastering your your like own? a year? Like, like legitimately it was like a year. And even when that was like, when that opportunity came, I was like, man, I don't know. I was like, <laughs> really? You guys want to have me do this? I was like, I haven't been doing this. No, they were like, no, you're right. Everybody was like, no, you're ready. You're ready. Right. And, and so, yeah. And was it, uh, was this a non-union at this point or? No, it was all union shows. I mean, there was a ton of MOWs here right. way back. Right. And I, so, I mean, I would do like six MOWs a year. I mean, right. back early on, yeah. back in the early in the early two thousands, yep. like uh, like Lifetime was huge here, yep. and I was I was just on that that roll of one right after the other. That's how I got yeah. so many credits. Was all mainly in the in the front end of everything. Right. Yeah, that's trial by fire. Those things. I did a yeah. bunch of those in Pittsburgh that same way. But uh, yeah, that's amazing. Um, 
Did you just join the union? Did you just like just apply? Like, was it an application that you just hand in? You're like, okay, I just want to join, and tomorrow I'm in, or like, how no, was that process? I remember. Um, let me see here. I'm trying to remember that whole thing. How that went? I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I, I wasn't in the union at during the Ray Charles movie, but afterwards, when I was doing, started doing the like, um, I was assisting on the Lifetime movies. The union was like, you need to join. You ready? You know, you need to do this. And I was like, yeah, absolutely, whatever you want. And, you know, right. <laughs> wasn't going to put up a fight over it. No. <laughs> I mean, I think the only thing that was, it was something maybe might have been like how many days I needed or something like that, but. It, it was, you know, once, you know, once you get going, they, they almost are like, yes, please, because you're going to pay dues and you're, we're going to take 3% from you. And yeah, so yeah, they'll, yeah, yeah they're well, very eager to accept that, <laughs> accept people, right? I'm not them for anything, but yeah, they got, they got things in place where, you know, you so many days and references and things like that now. Right. And how was, how was, was it mostly all lifetime movies back then? Like, how was the workload back then? Did you have a lot of movies that were actually coming to shoot there? Oh yeah, yeah. There was a good. It was more. Yeah, it was. It was a mix of features and MOWs. Ser television series didn't really start cropping up here until probably the late, probably around twenty, like maybe 10, 12 years ago. Mm -hmm. I feel is when the te where t t the series really started popping here. But now it's like huge television here. There's right. there's all types of television series that shoot here. So, but back then it was it was all MOWs and and features of all different sizes. Yeah. Right. And New Orleans went through because uh, I, I I graduated I graduated film school in Florida in around 2010 and I stayed there working for a year and it was either to move to New Orleans because I loved New Orleans and I had worked a, a one gig there before and I loved it there and at that point like the industry was pop like that was the new spot they thought that that was going to take off more than they thought atlanta was going to take off yeah yeah at one point we were like number three or something like that right. oh 100 but then you plateaued at a certain point right well yeah. their incentive went away is that what it was yeah it was that's what happened and so yeah we had this crazy awesome incentive it was like 200 million dollars or something like that and then the governor killed it and and so it died and so but it, it didn't like immediately just die and go away it was like a, it, like it slowly it just slowly went away like they had a reservoir that eventually drained out right. and then for like two years and then the new governor and the legislature you know we all everybody got the ball rolling and got it to come back but not as big as it was right yeah you know, like they, that was the new spot to be like that everybody was like oh no like like Forget we Hollywood. Were, just go to New Orleans at this it was, point. Yeah, we were getting all the big tentpole shows, the hundred million plus, you know, shows left and right, left right. and right. That's where like I met like Hope and Guillaume right. and, and Prada, right. and all these great guys that I, I'm so thankful for working with. I mean, I feel like I really got a great forty four rub as far as like my mentality and sure. work, work ethic and stuff like that. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, yeah, those are those are the those are some heavy hitters to yeah to, to learn from. That's for sure. So when that all implodes, and then the governor's just like, ah, I don't want to do film here anymore. Like, <laughs> did, did it ever like? Did you ever consider leaving New Orleans, or was that never a question in your mind? No, I, I don't think I was quite hip enough to really wrap my head around what was going on. At the oh. time. I, was, I was just still working and, oh, it wasn't affecting me. Yeah. And, then, and right. so, I mean, again, I just I was just able to skirt by and luck by through all of these harder, you know, these hard times that that would come. And so this is the first time I've ever had more, you know, during, you know, this this writer strike where I've had yeah. more than four weeks off. Right. 
generally, I mean, over the last 20 years, I would have a week, two weeks right. off in between things. I mean, otherwise, yeah, oh, that's I'm, brilliant. Just an, I'm an absolute maniac when I'm just cool. I mean, I was also the fear of like everybody was like, well, I don't want to turn anything down because then yeah. they're going to get the next person and they're not going to turn on. And so I'm going to miss it. Yep. So it's a condition. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in hindsight, I, I wish I did a yes. little bit because I mean, I'm not very well traveled at yep. all. I mean, all I did is just work. I'm just a workaholic. Yeah, I, dude, I, I feel you. I'm in the same boat. You know, my wife tells me all the time, she goes, you haven't even been out of the country. I'm like, I know it's because I never stopped working for that yeah. reason, because you don't know when your next job is going to be. You've never be. been to Mexico? No, Canada. That's the only foreign country really? I've ever yeah. been. Mexico's two hours away, dude. I know. Dude, <laughs> yeah, you know, have to drive have, have to have days off to do it. You know, yeah. <laughs> seriously, I mean, I, I, I mean, I could have done like shows out of town, like right. a lot of guys do, um, you know, uh, Guillaume and, and, and Jeffrey Johnson and stuff like that. But I've never, you know, I always wanted to stay, you know, stay put for my family. My family had, had roots here. And I know, Leonard, you probably feel the same way. Do you have, do you have kids? Yes, I do. I got two uh, two girls. Uh, one's turning ten next week, and then I got an, an, a seven year old. Oh, nice. Evie, Evie and Elise. Nice, excellent. So, yeah. and do you do? A lot, is there a lot of commercial work there too? There is, but I'm. I don't. I. I'm not on. I don't know any of those people on right. that side. It's like a whole another group of folks that yep. do that. Same here. And, and I don't know who they are, but I mean, I hear like, oh man, I'm going to do a commercial, you know, from other folks that are that are jumping on or whatever. But man, I tell you, I I really don't have the mentality for commercials. That's like I like working, but man, that is yeah. that's a train wreck. It is. Yeah. It's yeah. rough. And <laughs> man, like, I like going fast, but like, yeah, it's a young man's business for sure. Yeah. That one would just add even more grade to me. Yeah. So do you find yourself now doing more television than features? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's I barely over the last, I don't know how many years I've only, I, I might do like one small feature a, a year or every other year. And then otherwise it's been television. Right. And that takes up, you know, six months and yeah. then a small feature. And then that's, that's the year. Yeah. That's, that's my bread and butter. I, I if I could just stick to TV, I, I yeah, love it's, it's just this. like a normal life. It's more like yeah. a normal life, you know? Absolutely. So. Yeah. We can take off at six. We yep. show, I, mean, I get there really early before everybody and yep. everyone's great. Yeah. I agree. I'll, yeah, we were talking about it before we came back. He's like, hey, and I really wish the TV show comes back, <laughs> yeah, which no. I think it will because I winning time. Yeah. I've heard no, like people are just like, oh, have you seen like winning yeah, time? The season's fantastic. Right. So everybody well, just and keeps. Yeah. And again, for me, it's like, OK, so uh, I mean, if, if you know anything about the show, I mean, it's the rise of the Lakers dynasty and season two ends <laughs> with the Celtics winning, you know, so it's yeah. like, we have to do season three. I mean, yeah. you can't kill the series Yeah, with the Celtics winning. So it'll, hopefully it'll come back. But yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we're talking about the fact I'm, uh, you know, been working on and prepping a, a huge feature that may or may not come back after the strike. You know, we, we started and then they shut us down and I'm talking to Mikey. Well, I just missed my TV show. But <laughs> Cause yeah. I had a great crew and it, it, it yeah. was, that's how I feel about my kids' show. I love this kids' show. It's finally a show that I can watch with my family. Right? That's the other. That's thing. nice. That makes a difference. 
every other thing that I've done is murder, death, kill. Yes. None of my kids can't watch anything that I do. So I, I scored this, this fantastic, this kids show. And yeah. it's so fun. There's, I got great. I have fun with manufacturing. There's time. Oh, sweet. Travel. Yeah. Go ahead. What's scary. the name of it? Again? Well, yeah. What's the show? It's Disney's The Secrets of Sulphur Springs. The Secrets of Sulphur nice. Springs. And is it, is it, has the first season already aired and everything? Oh, yeah. Is we it, did, uh, there were, we've done three seasons. Three seasons. Nice. So is it like yeah. a mystery kind of thing? It kid, is. Like it's, kids it's sleuths? Like, um, not so much sleuth, but it's like more like a ghost oh, okay. and, and them figuring out like, wow, what, you know, like with disappearances and, and, right. It's all types. It's it's a ton of fun, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, Times, so yeah, I go to many different decades. That's a great thing. Right. I love going to the different, de- and it's not like all just focused on one to where it's too overwhelming. But it's just you know, a, a three. Yeah, usually it's three different decades, and then I I have a time machine that I, I, I built, and then I got magic crystals, and so yeah. it, it, oh, cool. it has, that's fun. Just just a, 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 a every little thing that's that's not too overwhelming to where it, and it all balances really nice, and I, I love it. And you and your kids actually like it. <laughs> yeah, so we watch it, and I actually I got them to come to sets. Oh, and they, cool! They get to meet the actors, and they're, and they're, the, those kids are very sweet. We're really nice to them, and so yeah, it was, and then we take pictures, and it's it's a lot of fun. And you get to bring home like little props and toys for them from the show. Probably oh, yeah. they'll probably oh, cheese yeah. hard oh, about. Like that's what I look forward to. It was like, right. oh, if they can watch something and be like, well, here it here is. It is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like yeah, I have that. I brought. I bring home like the magic crystal that runs the time <laughs> machine and show them, and they you know they get a kick out of it. Or like when they come to set, you know, I let them check it out and whatnot. And, right. Oh yeah. So as far as like resourcing props in New Orleans, I mean, I know ISS had a branch there at one point. Do they still have a? No, it's it's just, uh, an office <laughs> yeah, that they have a, set up. Yeah, to, to right. keep that LLC going, so that yeah, I can right. Run so stuff you can re- yeah, and you could receive stuff there, right, from yeah. domain. So do you do you rent a lot out of LA and bring it in, or do you sourcing most? Yeah, I mean, there because otherwise, I mean, I'm not a big fan of what I call wheel spinning of driving around town looking yeah. for yep. a particular pencil. It's just like <laughs> here it is on the internet, or here it is at the prop house. Send it, done. Thanks. Right. I have the post. I'll bring it to me. I always joke that I'm going to put the Amazon the UPS man uh, on the crew list. Yeah. For me. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't part that of my the team, he brings me stuff every day. It's just that's like one of those things where you know, because like, again, I've been doing this for 35 years. There's like certain plateaus that you that you uh, reach in filming that the new technology makes your job easier. You know, like we have Polaroids. Okay. And then the Polaroids went to digital, digital cameras were great, you know, and then you had the pager, which was awesome. And then you got the cell phone and uh, Amazon was definitely a game changer, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I, I wasn't shopping during those days, but yeah. yes, yeah. Coming into the industry. Well, yes. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just as much as, you know, they're probably an evil, evil corporation, but, uh, um, but it he, does make life. Easier. It does make life easier. Like I've said it before, you know, you could be in a, a, a concept meeting and they could talk, oh, yeah. talk about something and you could order it on your phone yeah. underneath the table and it arrives the next day. That's, that's yeah. sort of, like when you're breaking down a script, it's like in the same day you receive the script, you almost have half of like at least the background props like ordered before yeah. you're even finished breaking it down, which is yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on the show, of it's, course. Yes, of course. That, <laughs> that and eBay, right? And Etsy. I mean, it's amazing tools. 
Yeah. It's crazy the stuff they sell on eBay, right? Oh yeah, it's so there's so much crazy stuff. Like on this, he got like grenade canisters, and, <laughs> and, like and all this crazy weird stuff. It's like man, I, like old grenade bags. It's it's incredible. I mean, uh, it's just... have, are you familiar with a company called Inert Products? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yes, that was a gold mine when I found them. They, they, what is that? They they sell training uh, devices for training to like for bomb detection and stuff oh. like that. So it's like all this inert product. That yeah, so it's like, literally like, it's like it's clay it's more, props. It's, yeah. it's clean it's props, props yeah. essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can get bomb vests, uh, suicide bomb vests, vests yes, on exactly. there. Ooh, just yeah. everything is inert, yeah. and and it's like just pages and pages. It is a little pricey though, because obviously. Is. They're but, selling because it's they're selling to but, the government. That's yeah, why. but try try having it manufactured, right? It's going to be twice. That's yeah, true. Yeah, that's so very yeah. true. <laughs> it's true, but yeah, yeah. I remember when I found them, I was like, man, yeah, gold mine. This yeah. is cool. I mean, everything. That, I mean, all types of weapons of destruction on there. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pretty amazing for sure. And like they have all this like drug paraphernalia too, so you know, so they could help. People oh, cool. Identify what the drugs are. It's all yeah. for law enforcement. It's really amazing. Yeah, that's so, that's that is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I oh, think they're out of Pennsylvania, aren't they? I, I can't remember where they're from. It's been a while because I haven't done a a cop show in a while. You know, I've been doing, you know, I did Brooklyn 99 and we didn't really have anything for that. But uh, yeah, so it's been a while since I've used them, but they had a great catalog. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the one I used on the last show, uh, we had a 1700s. There's a, there's a company up in Pennsylvania also called Townsend's. Okay. Have you ever used them no. or anything? They from the like the 18th century and like all the 1700s yeah. even too. They hand make like old like everything. Wow, Lanterns, pipes, brand new, nice. but the, the old, they they're like pure purists. So they just do it exactly how they did it back in the day. So they'll hand stitch the cloths out of the wow. same material that's woven and stuff like that. What? And it's not cra- the like clay make like pipes and stuff like that. Wow. And it's freaking fantastic. It's Townsend's? Yeah. What's it called? Yeah, Townsend's. All what, right. What's their catalog look like? Is it all sketch drawings? No, I mean there is no. some sketch drawings. There's some, I mean there's a goofy guy. Oh, even better about it, they have a YouTube channel with thousands of videos that explain why and how they wow. make absolutely everything and why they use it for. So it's like, oh, great. So I get get the my, backstory. Yeah, you get the backstory too. Like there's a whole one where they're just pressing cheese and making <laughs> cheese with I love it. I love that. That's amazing. Let's like, uh, remember, uh, is Carolina Biological still around? I don't know. You ever use them, Leonard? No. Oh, no, my God. That was another thing. It was a giant catalog of all biological, like lab stuff. But yeah. then also you could get like animals. Oh. You know, like you could get like um, uh, a taxidermy, not a taxidermy, but like a, a cat in formaldehyde. Oh, really? And, we, and that's wow. how we used to get like all of our jar? animals. Yeah. I mean, we oh, man. I did a remake of The Yearling in uh, South Carolina. We had to do this scene where he shoots this rattlesnake. Okay. And again, Mind you, this is non-union. It was years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, and they were, and we didn't have any. We they couldn't afford prosthetics, so I sent away for a rattlesnake from Carolina Biological, and it comes in this bag of formaldehyde, and then you have to drain it all Whoa. out. Whoa! Is that safe? <laughs> I don't know. But everything we did with that was not safe. Playing a rattlesnake. Then, then we formaldehyde. Ran, yeah. Well, then we ran a coat hanger. Right, all the way through it and then twisted uh, him into a striking you pose. put an armature oh, yeah we put an armature in him and then we and then we had the special effects guy squib his head 
Oh gosh. (laughs) Did the Humane Society have any problems with this? They, you know what? They should have on that show because we had a lot of animals that we rolled in and out on that. Yeah. You know, uh, but you know, they're all dead, mind you. Yeah. But uh, but, yeah, Yeah. uh, no, they didn't. Interesting. Say anything about that? How how long ago was it though? It was like in the nineties. That's why. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Wild West. Yeah, yeah, Caroline. It'd be good to know if they're still around because it's a great resource. Yeah, I mean, interesting. I just want to see their cat. Yeah, (laughs) if if it's just looking through, it looks probably just looks like a crazy person's house. Well, well, that was the thing. You know, again, remember Leonard? Everything was done in catalogs. Yeah. yeah. There, for a time, I was like a catalog junkie. Right. I mean, like, yeah, even like when I was, when I worked with like Drew or Hope and I, I see all their catalogs, I was like, is there any of these you don't want? Right. Or, you got doubles? <laughs> and I would take them. Yeah, because. And then I got addicted to Sears catalogs also. The Sears ones? The Sears catalogs. Yeah, those yeah. are fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like one of the worst parts about a new show is like hauling all your catalogs to your new office. You oh, know, yeah. Like boxes and boxes of them. That's another problem, I guess, you have with not having a place like ISS there because ISS has like a library just of catalogs. Those, still of yeah. those catalogs that you can just pull and from all the years and do. I think they have yeah. all the Sears catalogs too. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And History for Hire's got a great room too. Oh, gosh. definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's awesome. It's amazing. Have you been out here then? Have you? I have. I, I try to get out there for on, on the Disney show. I try to get out there each time I work on that show now because it's such a big pull for all the p- different periods I need. Because for the first season, I like drove the salespeople nuts at all the prop houses. Oh, I, yeah. I was I was absolutely driving them bonkers. You know, every other day, you know, it was like something else, something else, something else, something else. And so eventually I was like, I need to just go out there. And I'm going to pull every, I'm just going to walk the aisles, just take a day at each place and pull everything that I want. And so that's what I, that's, so yeah. So it smooths up to the salespeople too. <laughs> Some face, that? So it smooths up to the salespeople yeah. and show them well, that you exist. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the cool thing. I was finally able to put a face to all the names and people yeah. I've talked to. And yeah, it's exactly. really interesting. There's like, whoa, I did not envision you right. to, you know, to, to look like that. So yeah, meeting everybody for the first time was fantastic and it was, it was a lot of fun. Can you, can, yeah. can you convince the show to pay for that travel for that? Or is that something? That oh, yeah. You, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Like I, I was like, all right, you know, the deal, I was like, I need to go, you know, I, I need to travel to LA for a week to pull all the period stuff. I mean, right. it's just, I mean, you know, we have uh, prop houses here, but sure. they're really out there. Set dressers. Yeah. Of it's course. All, right. Right. Houses and chairs and stuff. And there's, there's three of them. I mean, I'll go through them every once in a while just to see what the stock is, the latest thing is. But there's, it's, it's not, they're not really prop houses. It's set deck, and so yeah, I have to go out there for, you know, if I'm doing a major period, you know, doing these periods, these mm-hmm. different periods and stuff. And then, because yeah, I just drive the salespeople nuts. Right. Just every oh, what's the? I need a a, a spatula from 1930 for me <laughs> options. I just like going and digging. Like the last time I was there, I'm down in ISS, like digging up on the the second floor right. and the period rooms, and I'm just pulling yeah. shit out from underneath that hasn't, you know, that. And I'm finding like, oh, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. This is awesome. And it's like, I, you know, I, I love the, the salespeople over there, but I know they got four thousand other things going, and they're not going to get it down on their hands and knees and start right. pulling out old random shit <laughs> Dude, that they don't. It's yeah. just because I, I just spent the time and I was like, I'm going to find shit. Oh, see, I'm swearing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to find stuff that is that I'm going to want that I didn't know I wanted. Right. And so 
that's well, the that's other. the beauty. That's the fun of it, right? I mean, I do the same yeah. thing when I go to ISS. My salesperson, like, can I help you? I'm like, no, I'm good. And I just go in there and like load up a, a decker and take pictures, yeah. and then there it all is, and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. be fair, though, and and if it makes you feel any better, though, when we do start to get really busy, we are in town and we kind of abuse them in the same way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it has gotten to that point. I know for a lot of people. So, but they're they're very wonderful here. I think that's what's yeah. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. They're so accommodating. I mean, I always tell you know people that when I was doing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I was on set and Tarantino wanted a, um, a money clip. And I had like four of them and he didn't like any of them. Yeah. It's and, like just to say, send me a picture of what you got. Yeah. And <laughs> Greg Bilson got on his motorcycle and drove across <laughs> town with like five more money clips. Wow. <laughs> nice. That was pretty sweet. He just wanted to walk onto that set. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to get on his motorcycle and yeah. scream across town. <laughs> oh, For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's great. So, I mean, so you, but do you still have, re- you know, I'm assuming you have a lot of resources there as well, like different antique stores and places that you go for stuff? Or There's, again, there's, there's some, there's not a lot. I, when people come here and I work with, I'm like, it's a drinking town. It's not right. like a shopping, like looking for, I'm going to find all this stuff type of town. And it's, you know, it's. Are there, are there not places like outside of Louisiana or uh, New Orleans? Uh, I mean, to like antique places yeah, and stuff. Like, yeah, there right. are, there are. But I mean, again, I, I'm, I just don't have the patience to go and spin sure. wheels and hope that I find, right. you know, sure. I'm going to find a rolling pin and it's like, all right, well, I just wasted half my day. Right doing that so yeah i mean but for modern stuff yes i mean i'll you know go to normal shops but period stuff for me i rather just know go and if i have questions the salespeople are going to know is oh yeah let me look up you know like i I deal with john tibbetts over at history for hire and he's Mm -hmm. like you know let me go look up the serial code on that oh it was made in 1932 and And i'm like great because otherwise i wouldn't i wouldn't know that well what is Easier. What about movies? Because you you mentioned uh, was it Ray that you said that you worked on? Um, uh-huh. So movies like that where it's clearly it's a lot of like it's a period piece, but it's mostly instruments and stuff like that. New Orleans is is infamous for being a musical town. I figure like yeah. stuff and classic instruments and stuff for a show like that might be wholesome and easy to find, right? Yeah, that's not, yeah, that's that's a little different. Yes, that, that's not so bad. I do have I got a great music uh contact here for instruments. I can call her, "Hey, I need this." And she will be like, "All right, yeah, give me a day and I'll I'll fi- I'll find it." But I remember on Ray, he he brought it just about everything in. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I think we I mean, you know, I can't, I can't, you know, I don't really remember. I was just the fourth, so I don't really remember where he got, you know, if, right. he, if he did source any stuff in town. But I remember he came, he shopped everything out in L.A. And they came because I think I was just there for like a few weeks of prep just mm-hmm. to get everything organized right. and ready and, and lined up. And, and he had everything. That's a huge movie to just kind of walk in the first time and like, oh, hey, Jamie Foxx. How's it? And was 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 Ray Charles on set for that and all that stuff? Um, what they shot, they did some scenes in Los Angeles and he was there for that, but not oh, here. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, they did some things out there, but uh, the majority of the, the filming was was all here. Right. And he you, didn't come You did Treme though, right? Oh, uh, Treme? Oh, yes, I did Treme. And so that was re- all real people, all real musicians with their right. own stuff and i mean i would just maybe have to silence it uh-huh. and that's it 
but was, the, yeah, but that was all real, real instruments and real people. That was awesome. I'll bet. So, I, I mean, again, you're from New Orleans, so it's probably not as special for you. But how about like a filming locations? You could shoot in a lot of like iconic places. Um, well, I, the most iconic is the French Quarter for the right. most yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, of course. <laughs> it's, you know, so uh, I, I don't, I don't ever go to the French Quarter unless I'm working. Right. <laughs> um, unless you guys are literally shutting, shutting down, down Bourbon down Street. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. They don't, they can't really even shut down. Like there's, because there's been so much and like the people down there, they have a big voice on what comes through there and, you know, right. when they, things can film and, you know, there, you know, no more big trucks. It's only like uh, steak beds now and I things see. like that. And um, yeah, yeah cause a lot of the people get fu- get really fussy down there. So generally, it's like the really bigger shows that can go down there and handle paying everybody off and right. you know, to where they're not hooping and hollering and disturbing production when we're down in there. So where do you so where do you mostly shoot? Is it mostly stage work? uh stages and then just you know neighborhoods depending on the, what the show is yeah the garden district i know like what american horror story mm. oh yeah for those There's, like two yeah. seasons they shot mostly in the garden district and those like iconic houses with all the spanish yeah. moss hanging in right. front of it yeah we're all the yeah the, the architecture is you know it's you recognize it right away. You're like, oh yes, that's that's New Orleans. Yeah, or on the bayou. Do you get to shoot on the bayou a lot? <laughs> <laughs> down in the in the swamps. Down in the Occasionally, swamps. Yeah. <laughs> Occasionally, yes. New swamp. New swarpy swamp is like one of the ones. It's a real. It's a, it's a, real, it's a tongue twister for me. I was going to say, is that a real swampy swamps? Swampy. So it's yeah. It's this one. Guy, it's this person's property that like expands huge, and a lot of the shows go shoot out there. It's because it's it's very accessible to the swamp areas and stuff like that where he actually has a road you know down through there and like a little areas where base camps can set up and things like that right yeah when i shot down there i shot in morgan city morgan yeah. city so that's the northern part of the state right that's no, up by no. Shreveport? it's actually it's the last like inhabitable town before you get into the um the delta it's it's right of where it's I don't know why that, that doesn't ring a bell to me. Morgan but yeah. City, Louisiana. Yeah, it's like. What did you shoot there? It was called, strangely enough, it was almost 30 years ago. It was a, f- a film called um, The Fire Next Time. And it uh-huh. was about global warming. Oh. And 30 years ago. And the concept of it was is that this family who lived in upstate New York or Pennsylvania or something. Yeah, Pennsylvania. They were, they were getting all these t- horrific storms. And so, or no, I'm sorry. It's reverse. They were in New Orleans. They lived. They were a small town, and they were getting hammered by hurricanes because of global warming. Right. So they had to move up north, and the Canadian border became like locked down because so many people were trying to escape the states because of global warming. And that oh. was thirty freaking years ago. Wow. My God. Yeah, it was crazy. It was uh, uh, with um, Bonnie Bedelia and uh, uh, I <laughs> with that, the guy from Parenthood. <laughs> yeah, the coach. Who, who's the guy who played coach? What was his name? I didn't watch Parent. <laughs> no. Yeah. Anyway, Craig, Craig T. Nelson. It came to me. Thank Christ. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was uh, it was pretty amazing. But uh, yeah, but I bring it up because, and I've shot in a lot of different places around the country, and the best people in the world that I've met in this country were from Morgan City, Louisiana. They were just the Southern hospitality is a real thing. And oh yeah. There's such good people. I love, love, love going to New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> I love to work. I mean, I, I worked on that BP 
commercial there, the one that like South Park made fun of, or like, where's sorry? Like after that, <laughs> <laughs> you worked on a PP commercial. Yeah, I worked on it like right after, nice. like there were protesters coming out because we shot in like Biloxi, Mississippi for five days, right? And, like, the casinos and stuff like that. Oh and then, boy! And then yeah, and then we ended in in New Orleans and there, and that was my first time in New Orleans, and it was fantastic we had a paid day off there and nice. of course drinking town the whole crew going out on bourbon street so that was pretty fantastic so wait if you're if you that that reminds me so you work on a lot of shows that pass through there and that come to there for a while is like when i've worked on a lot of like jobs and you travel to places like new orleans like the partying a lot of times comes with it do you find that when a lot of shows come to new orleans Oh, like where the crews will go out. Yeah, afterwards. it's like everybody yeah. raging on the weekends and stuff like that. Or, um, you know, I can't. Uh, um, <laughs> hmm. I know, I know it happens because on yeah. Mondays the people are pretty are, are still are pretty slow. Yeah. Um, like every everyone went out tonight. Everyone's gone out tonight, and they went out last Friday. Okay. <laughs> and they they all live in New Orleans. Well, um, well, no, there's there's uh, there's a handful of out of uh, out of town folks on this one. Uh, oh, okay. Like um, Austin and uh, where else are some other folks from? But yeah, I mean, it is pretty just it's just culture here to go out and, and sure. drink afterwards. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's no last call. You can drink on the street. There's no <laughs> last call. Exactly. Yeah, you're allowed to yeah. drink on the street. With <laughs> so I think it's just. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. pretty funny. So, are you into music? being from new orleans uh i i used to be really into it a lot more than i am now i just go through phases of where of things that i get really into and i absorb it and then i just like absorb it absorb it to where it's almost too much and then finally i'm just like i I was like all right i've I've had too much of it and i get on to something else but i was for a long time especially with the local music it's so great yeah yeah it's amazing a lot of really great music and I, i honestly i miss it that I'm not as tune as in tune as I was with it, uh, because I I don't live in the city anymore. I moved uh, when when me and my wife had uh, kids, we moved across the lake to Lake uh, to Mandeville, and um, just because the property taxes and the sure. crime and everything is just and the schools are so much better over there. Nice. And so I mean, yeah, back before kids, yeah, we yeah. I mean I was going out to you know venues and and going out all the time obviously before kids so (laughs) how far is that from downtown uh it's about 40 minutes oh okay but you're are you on the poncha train or just across it i'm sorry one more time are you on on the lake uh i'm pretty i mean i'm minutes away from the lake yeah I'm, i'm pretty close to the lakefront does that put you out of the flood zone we are not below sea level. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's always We're good. not below sea level here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Speaking, not as bad as it over here. Speaking of which, I see that uh, you did five days of memorial. How much did you work on that? Uh, a good amount. Uh, I, 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 to be fair, it was close to half. Uh-huh. So they, I think that show was eight episodes, and we pretty much did uh five six seven eight here and then parts of one two and three so it was a good amount but they did all the heavy lifting and 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 canada they did all the hard stuff and i feel i did all the easy stuff here so when you say all the hard stuff it was like all the interiors of the hospital with the yeah with the baby incubators and all the the medical stuff and yeah all the all the working hospital and and all the craziness that went on that was all interior of the hospital they did all there and then they did all the exteriors 
and they did some interiors here as well. So all the flooded streets was was that real or was that all CG? That, that was all in Canada. They made a wow. massive, massive set that a tank. Oh, where they cool! Built, they built like yeah, I saw the the pictures of it. It was like a city block of. I would of imagine. Tank. Well, they they pulled that off because that looked yeah. great. Wow. Yeah, they yeah I saw that. I couldn't believe it how massive it was. It was huge. Huh. All in Canada. Yeah, but yeah, it was. Uh, I got a, a funny little story about this. So they come, and uh, I meet with the director and like the first AD, and we're going over the scenes. And uh, I was here for Katrina, and oh, wow. so we, I'm reading. You know, I'm, I've already read it, and I made my notes, and so we're going through it. And there was this one scene where they meet up with this the, this one lady uh, wife whose husband died in the thing, and they're out on the porch, and it's like a week after Katrina hit or something like that. And it's scripted. Oh, the the lady has brought them uh, iced, you know, uh, lemonade, you right. know, ice, ice, you know, with ice and all right. this. And I was, I was like, no, no. I was all like, the there's no ice. ice. There's no ice in this cup. Like, what do you mean? There's no ice. I was like, there's no ice. I was like, there's no power. Right. There's, I'm surprised this lady's even offering them anything. You know, because like you know, it was miserable. I mean, yeah, it was. Yeah. And so, like, they, and so when I was telling them no, and like I was questioning all these, I was like, "This is all wrong." Like they were like looking at each other, <laughs> and like afterwards that that evening, I get a call from uh, my buddy, the production designer. He was like, "What happened in that meeting?" He was like, "They're like their 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 feathers are a little ruffled with you." You know, and you oh. gotta take it down a notch. And I was like, "I don't, I don't know what I, what did I do?" <laughs> And so, like, and then so once we got filming, the, the director and the first AD were like, "You're absolutely right." They're well, like, "That's cool. You, you helped us with the. You were like your insight. You know how how you reacted. Thank you." They were like, "We were actually going to replace you." <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! Like, wow. wow. like calls. They were like calls were made, and I was like, and they were like, "You're awesome." They were like, "You're a teddy bear. You're great." Well, thank, thank you so God much. that they had that epiphany. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. That's, that seems like a little bit excessive. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. How dare you talk to us? I, yeah, they were like, that's the thing. You know how local. a lot of people want to hear no. You know? Yeah, so, no, it's pretty funny. But I was just like, I was like, no, there's no way. I was like, I've done enough. I, I lived through Katrina. I've done the Katrina shows. I was like, I'm not, no, I'm not going to put ice in your lemonade. Yeah, good for you, <laughs> brother. Good for you. And they, and so, but yeah, after we got going, they were like, you're right. You made the show better. Yeah. With, with the things like that. And I was like, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm pretty straightforward and honest guy when, you know, and I, I'm a straight shooter. Yeah. That's like so speaking of Katrina, how did that affect you? I mean, was this city shut down for oh, a yeah. long while? How long? Oh God. It was, uh, let me see here. I mean, they didn't let people in for, for more than a month. I remember. So, cause I, you know, back when it was happening, no one, you know, everybody, you know, I was, oh, was that guy, you know, 20, so I'm 25 or something. And everybody, you know, we were like, oh, whatever. It's just another hurricane. It's not a big right. deal. And then like the Saturday before the Sunday it hits, it's like, dude, you, everybody needs to get out. So I, I was, I had a roommate and I had a cat and I was like, look, man, are you, you know, I'm leaving, you know, you, he was like, oh, I'm staying. I'll take care of the cat. I was like, all right. So I left the cat. And so like a week later or something, I talked to him. He's like, oh, man, I left. I was like, well, did you take my cat? He was like, no. Oh, uh, my God. Like, I dumped out all the food for him and everything. I was like, well, great. So that's why. So then I started trying to get back into the city. So after two weeks after the storm, 
I came back and we snuck in because they had barricades where the right. water, you know, where the water went up to sure. where you can drive and you couldn't drive anymore. And I got a cat carry and I'm going through the water. And then like once the water got up to here and this is a week wow. later and I had the cat Holy carry. I was, like, I was like, I wasn't even close to my house. Wow. Like this isn't going to work. And so I think I came back like uh, that was two, like another two or three weeks later and the water had receded and it was all mud crackly yeah. and everything i left my truck i had a truck because I, I i i jetted out of town with my my wife or girlfriend at the time and i had propeller marks on my roof on on my car roof oh my wow. god yeah I mean, and so that's and so i mean I, the car I, wasn't running anymore right no no but it was <laughs> nice with the insurance because they were like i was just told I, as soon as i said there was propeller marks on the roof they were like all right just tell us where to send a check <laughs> well, <nice. laughs> um, wow. but yeah it was it was a while i mean i can't remember exactly when i came back but i came back i i was living on the second floor but it was like i didn't have any place to go i just chucked everything out on the street curb and oh, i mean i live i live my kind of philosophy by like fight club where it's right. like the things you own end up owning you yeah yeah so i kind of like just was like whatever you know purging i'll get it again it's not the you know whatever and so um but yeah that's the, that's my little katrina story well all, all the uh, the prop talk community wants to know what happened to your cat oh he's so, so when i finally <laughs> got back he was pissed. Hey, well, at least he was alive. He was there two weeks later, just still hanging out in the house. Like three was, weeks. It was at least a month. Oh, it was wow. at least a month. And so the food, whatever food we had, was gone, and it was uh, just loads of roach feathers all over the place. Wow. Whoa! I've off of eating roaches. What's this cat's name? It was Sir uh, Serling. Serling. Like Serling. Rod Serling. Like like Rod Serling. Like nice. Rod, uh, Rod Serling's a, 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 a hugely uh, what's the word? Um, influential Influ yes influential yeah. yes I, I got a, a great tattoo of Rod. Hey, let me see my, let me see her <laughs> oh that's brilliant that's awesome yeah. dude i love it there it is rod sterling <laughs> nice the cigarette in his hand and yes everything. i love it he's from my hometown from Bing uh, binghamton new york yes, yes that's right nice Yes, but yeah, cool. he the cat survived on on roaches, and he was pissed. <laughs> uh, he was like, I've never heard a cat like meow, like pissed off before. But yeah, he, was, you know, so he didn't want to. He was just like, I went to go, come here, come here. And he was like, fuck you. He's like, yeah, all right. You were. I mean, I'm sure you came with a big bag of food though, too. So that, yeah, that's a lot yes. of that. Was he still in the apartment? Oh yes, yes. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, and, and he yeah, that, that poor cat just recently passed actually, probably a year ago or so. Oh whoa. He was he got old. He got really old. He had a, a great full life. I have, I have Yeah, well the he's a did that survivor. How, 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 so you were saying like, oh, this this luckily you've been okay with the last writer strike and stuff like that. With with Hurricane Katrina, how long did that shut the industry down for? Well, that was the thing. Um, not too much because everything oh. moved up to Shreveport, up to northern Louisiana to oh. Shreveport. And so that. at the time, there was this production company called Lyft here. And all the like the Lifetime movies and, and small shows were running through Lyft. They were like a production service company. And I was in and uh, I was in with them from the very beginning. It was like family. And they moved their they moved everything up there and they bought like uh they bought out like condos or like their townhouses or apartments or something like that for all the people that have worked for them oh. over over the years. They, it was incredible. And it didn't take them long. They they found some old, you know, some old warehouse place that they turned into a stage and 
and doing things like that. It wasn't too long before shows were going up there. Um, not long at all. People were probably eager to get out of actual new. I mean, everything was probably destroyed, right? I mean, did you take oh, a show right no. up there, like right away? Or are you just like, all right, yeah, I'll jump um, up there? Well, when the storm hit, I went to Dallas. And then once it ended, I just kept in touch with them. And it, it was probably like a month, like six weeks later or something where they had these houses and they were like, come on, come on down and, and get the keys to your place and you can stay for however long you want. Jeez. So you, you went to Dallas, you have family in Dallas? Uh, my wife or, or uh, at the time, her brother was there. I see. He had a place there. And so a lot of, a lot of uh, her family went there that were down here and stayed with him. And then eventually, you know, once things, once everything got figured out, you know, they all moved back to someplace. And you That's said someplace. that sounds weird. <laughs> and you said your wife is a set dresser. Or no, she was a uh, she was a set decorator. Decorator. Yes. And is she decorating still, or she gave it up? No. Now, once we had kids, we found it. I think I think this. I think you might have touched on this, or someone on the show touched on it. Where before it was just like the the amount that you end up coming home with at the end of the day after you pay somebody just yeah. did, was worth it. Yeah. You know, it's just you're making an extra 75 bucks a day after you pay someone your, you know, 200 right. bucks to sit there and, ba- yeah. and do your kid. It was just, it was just like, it wasn't worth it. So yeah. she's uh so she became trans. It was, it's, it's still hard on her to, to not, you know, Have work and that she's just home dealing with kids yeah. for the last 10 years. And, um, but she does a great job and I, I love her for that. Yeah. We we had talked we had talked about it until I mean this I think was like the final leg because we're forced to kind of be home and I got my little side job but now Jackie's like okay I at least I know for sure now I need to be working yeah right I mean <laughs> she's that's like real. Hey, it's cool to be home with the kid but she's like oh I need that feel of purpose like I, I, the kid is a feel of purpose but Trust outside me. No, yeah. it's absolutely true yeah. I mean my wife same thing she's a, a, a hair um, hairstylist and that's how we met and when that we had a child she gave it up and now that child is uh, 25 and uh, he moved out and she's like wow now what you know after all that time you know so <laughs> it's it it's a real thing for yeah <laughs> I mean and yeah. when I'm home for any period of time I'm like really I don't I, I need to get a I need to get a job again <laughs> yeah because <laughs> I mean yeah. it, it's a lot but at the same time, you know, I also have to say that, you know, like you said, the difference between having somebody, you know, taking care of your kids is 75 bucks or whatever. But the, the difference between not having them do it is, is that they get their mother, you know, and exactly. they're, you know, to raise them instead of somebody else. Right. So, you know, that's huge, too. Our, our situation's lucky, though, too, because we found like a nice home daycare that's not that expensive. Right. And, uh, if Jackie's coordinating for me, then it's yes. flexible. Like she's yeah. going to be able to, it's not like she's just going on to set and just like, all right, well, hopefully we get off by right. six. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, if you're coordinating for me, you're going to get off in time to pick up the kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no <Wow>. doubt. <laughs> um, uh, I also have to mention this. This is just totally selfish because I know these people, but you did the Benji movie. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I did. Yes. The newer, the new Benji. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not say, new, but yes, the newer one. Yeah. But I was going to say, because I, I knew the camps 
mm-hmm. um, from Dallas because I would I started in Dallas. But again, that was 1986, and they were doing Benji movies. So I can't believe they're still doing Benji movies. I wish they would. I wish. I mean, I, when we did it, there. Like, so it was the son. I think it was the son of jo- the of the father who originally did it. Right, Joe Camp. And um and yeah, I remember where they were talking. They were like, "Yeah, we want to, you know, do a bunch of these." You know, and I was like, "All for it." I'm like, "Cause it was fun." I mean, it was so fun. And uh, but yeah, nothing ever, nothing ever came of it. It it went on Netflix, and I guess it didn't do well. I guess not. I I don't know why. It was fun again. Yeah. I was sad. yeah, I was a little disappointed about it that you know that never happened again. I remember I thought I kept in touch with them too, with like the director, with the can't, with the uh, the son, and nothing, uh, nothing ever came of it. Well, I didn't see the new Benjis, but so you're part of it. the problem, Chris. I'm part <laughs> of the problem. I didn't get that extra deal. Damn it! Um, but were there a lot of dogs in the Benji movie, or just Benji? Oh yeah. Well, there was the one key hero dog, and then I think there was like six others. Six other like sideline dogs or Benjis. Benji's. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like when they had when when they're doing like him running across a field a bunch of times, it right. would be like the it was be Benji like Benji three. number two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're all right. They they you know, then the the you know the uh SPAC, you know, uh the yeah the lady would be like, All right, that one's running off, and then they bring out the next one and he would do the run or something like that. But it was it was mainly one that they that they worked on that did all the really cool tricks, and then the other ones were just to run around or right. to stand in and do things like that but yeah th- and then there was other there was other dogs but not any uh i don't remember i don't think there was any other like crazy animals or did you like have that. to were you involved with uh getting the animals or was that did no. they yeah they had a train no that came them. with the uh the uh the uh the one animal group i mean i have I, there was it's the same animal guys that i don't can't remember the show but it was the show where they someone recorded the guy pushing the german shepherd into the water or something oh right. that was that show <laughs> well no, no it was no, it was the company. same animal oh hand, the same gotcha animal gotcha hand. was this company was it a louisiana based company or out of texas probably it was i think it was out of la or something oh, oh yeah right. yeah Oh man, do you guys? So if you guys don't handle as much animals out there and stuff as prop master. Do you handle picture cars? No. Okay. No. <laughs> New York does though, right? New York. New does? York. Well, they also do craft service. So good God. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. The props do craft service in New York. I mean, maybe it's changed, but I know back in the day they used to. I think they do the trash and everything. Yeah, you know, they tear it. Yeah, that's too. I mean, oh, I don't want to. Uh, okay, if I wasn't going to live in yeah, New York before. Yeah, uh, Doing yeah. props in '52 is like a whole different world. I sure. think that was the only job I ever turned, I ever left or or quit. Is that there was this producer? He had me. He wanted me to do picture cars, and I'm like, I'm like, no, man. I was like, I don't do picture cars. I was like, I don't know anything about cars, and it was a period thing. And I was like, I don't even know where to begin. I think I was there for like three days, and I was like, dude, I I can't do this. And right. I was like, I'm not a. I have no idea what I'm even talking about. I don't even know know what you know what my car is that i'm driving i'm so uninterested in cars yeah (laughs) i mean to be fair and i may be wrong about this so don't crucify me who's whatever listening but i don't think that the prop masters in new york actually are getting the picture cards they have picture card people that they oversee yeah so yeah it's it's almost like do do they get a trash person that that right (laughs) yeah the the department's just bigger with all those people in it but again i don't want nothing to do with it i i don't yeah yeah picture cars are a nightmare i mean mean, am i wrong i mean it's like if there's ever a car that doesn't work it's always a picture car oh yeah they're always there why don't they start I don't know. <laughs> they don't, a lot of them don't start. I don't know when I, 
I, I uh, for a couple of weeks I worked on Fast and the Furious Nine on the LA unit, and wow. and that was an interesting one because they have like a billion different cars, obviously, yeah. and they have like a whole mechanic team that sure. has like two little like like mechanic golf carts that yes. are just stacked yeah. out. I was like, man, they need to have one of these on every movie, right? Like, I know this is a car movie, but <laughs> yeah, like you're yeah. saying, yeah, well, same thing like, like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood too, because all the, they're all period, they're so all period. Yeah. Most of them didn't run, so they had like a whole crew of guys that just kept those things running. Yeah, and were they were they mostly borrowed cars from like car enthusiasts too? Oh, a lot of them were. We had yeah. we had one car parked outside of uh, um, uh, Cliff's, not Cliff, but uh, Rick Dalton's house. Yeah, up on the on the hill above uh, uh, Studio City, and it was a million dollars. It was just like oh. some Porsche that they had, and it was just parked. I'm like, good God. Yeah. Wow. I'm going State nowhere parts. near that. Yeah. I'm not even going to put a plate on that car. <laughs> let me stick some butyl on yeah, it. Yeah, let me <laughs> stick some butyl on that bad boy. Let me get my drywall screws in. Yeah, I ain't going to climb that hill. <laughs> but yeah, that was, uh, I, I, those guys, I have a lot of respect for picture car coordinators because that's a thankless job. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Well. Uh, was that going somewhere else though, or was that a, 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 that you mean the Benji thing? No, I just the Benji the cars. Yeah, okay, yeah. I know we're just segueing left and right over here. You yeah, know? yeah, that's, that's, right. that's what happens. That's, <laughs> yeah, no, that's what's so fun about this. Exactly. Um, so, geez, so do you have uh, this usually the same crew? I mean, is your do your has your crew changed a lot over the years? Surprisingly, I, I've been really good with that. Over the 20 years, I've only had three different assistant prop masters. Wow. Whoa. That's, yeah. That's yeah. That's, again, that just comes with learning from like, you know, Hope and Drew and, and seeing these guys and just knowing how. I mean, I, it's it's obviously everything starts from the head down. And so, you know, I, I so um, where am I going with this? So, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's just I think people, you know, I they really like, I just know how to like, I've just been able to handle things. Right. And I, you know, it's all, you know, you, you, you have the right equipment, you keep morale up and well, you know, a- and everything just falls into place. And again, like I said, I've just been very grateful for things like that. You know, I've just, yeah. And, they, and each, and each one is now their own prop master, of course, as, oh, cool. as you, you know, yeah. And so I, yeah, I've just created more and more competition, yeah. <laughs> but, I, but it's not the tr- tremendous amount, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's been three. Yeah. None, none of my I'm crew on, has my, none of my crew has any interest in ever becoming a broadcaster. Like <laughs> I've tried along with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've tried please. to encourage like one of them to do it because I was like, "Hey, man, if one of you at least have like, and we ever split the set, like I want one of you to have it. So if we split to a second unit, at least you guys can get a pay bump, right? But, like, right. like that'd be something. And like, ah, yeah, ah. we're only <laughs> yeah, as good I, as our crew. Yeah. But I am on my fourth one now, um, and it, I, I'm rotating between my my third to, between my second and third. I've been each show, depending on what the you know the difficulty is or what the you know what the type of cast is, will depend on which person I put into that slot now. And then, but then the other one, they're both they're always going to you know they're both on. It just depends on which one is the second or third. Right, and and from what you said, it sounds like you're always working. So you. You not don't have a real threat of them like going on to a different show. Yeah. Well, much. I mean, again, Mike, I, I, I mean, I, I, 
I think they they really appreciate how much I put into it, you know, as far as gear and carts and having everything and to where they're never stressed or worried about anything. Yeah. They're like, this is very comfortable, you know, where I hear the horror stories, you know, uh, you know, of, of of other shows and things where it's like, oh, man, this guy's just got a, you know, a, a mag liner with things all, you know, everything piled on it going over a rocky road. And it's right. just like, it, you know that that's that's it, and with how many how much how many shows are in town that will you know people will steer away from that and be like man I, you know Leonard doesn't give us a headache right have yeah, you have you been running out of crews in New Orleans because of the amount of work that's been coming up I mean oh like short like running short yeah I mean mm, not yeah. necessarily I've never had an uh, I mean if I need like a sixth or a seventh person on something for some big days then right. it might be a little bit difficult but somebody always knows somebody right at do that you, point do you have a trailer out there or do you yeah yeah I got Rich Habika's old trailer oh really yeah he sold it to me back in I think like 2000 like after Katrina is or 2007-2008 is when I got his trailer you came out here to get it or no, I had it. I had it uh, hired a service to bring it out here. Really? Did he yeah. sell it? Did he? Did, did he? Did he sell it stocked or was it empty trailer? It was fully loaded. Fully loaded. He's fully like loaded. he. He's like completely gotten new trailer from ground up like three times. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's a little bit of a crazy guy doing all that. I was like, who, I, who's that? What? Who? Who is that? Rich. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that's what I've heard. He's like from. Ground up, just gotten a whole new trailer. It's like, oh yeah, um, I've heard of times. And Kit, and Kit, yes, wow. yeah. I I have stuff in my trailer from my first show. I I'm think. in my trailer right now, and I was like, man, I hope this thing lasts for forty years because I don't really ever want to right? redo any of this. No, exactly. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, they really. It's not like they're putting on thousands of miles, unless I mean, you're you're doing shows out of state, but right. Again, over the twenty plus years, I think I've only left the state twice. Oh, right? everything yeah. I've done is has been here. I mean, I, I, again, it's it's crazy that I just well, I know I well, you're really get calls not to leave. Your trailer could get beat up locally, that's for sure. Oh, by the Teamsters. Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. You went there. I love it. I did. No, it's true. I mean, I've I've. I, I have opened my trailer before, and one whole side of racks was sideways. Oh my god! Everything went over, and it's like, what were you doing? We're in Los Angeles. Yeah, oh, jumping was, curves oh, we didn't or something. Was that? that? We didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. They're like, I don't know what happened. I was like, wow, it's yeah. crazy. But uh, wow, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> Good God! So let me talk to you a little bit about the PMG and uh, yeah, in uh, New Orleans. Is is there any buzz happening for us over there? Are people hearing about it? Are they interested? In I'm I'm trying. Back when um, we did the first round of like of uh, you know we were opening it up more and trying right. to like hey let's just get some people in here. I blasted it to a lot to a lot of the folks here and but again it was during you know during the writer strike so sure. I, I but i told him i was like look um uh uh, uh it's uh, greg wolf right yes i i was like because i was talking to him and he was like look you know they don't need to pay the dues right now let's just you know have them send their info and so i told him that but uh, you know, I don't know. It's uh, maybe once this everything gets sure. going again, I, I think that'll it'll warm up and uh, everyone be, will be will come around yeah. to it. 
And we're but, also making motions towards opening the guild up to assistance, which is going to be great, you know, so we can get more people involved. You know, and again, for us, you know, uh, we're, we live in a bubble here in Los Angeles, and this is part of the reason why we're doing this regional um, podcast as well. But, you know, we need to know what you guys need from us as well, you know, from, you know, the the, the head of the snake, as it were. Um, yeah. You know, how we can support your region, you know. Yeah. In, yeah. I'm always, because, uh, yeah, I, I know about, you know, like if, and, you know, any particular events that can be, you know, exactly. Be a part of it or, 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 yeah. So, I mean, I always have that in the back of my head thinking about that. And, um, but yeah, nothing's happened yet. Yeah. Well, I know it's pretty embryonic. <laughs> yeah. Leonard. I mean, I, we, we really are thrilled to have you on, yeah. you know, and to be part of it. And, uh, you know, and again, just keep reaching out to us, you know, in ways that we can help too. And maybe we can also help sponsor some events there, you know, at some point. Yes. Yes, exactly. That, that's the type of thing that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. And then like, even like, I'm sure once, you know, things get going again, you know, things, just simple things like t-shirts, yeah. you know, with the, with the thing on there right. and, and, and hats and whatnot. Cause yeah, I, I have my hat and I, I wear it on set. And people ask me about it and I tell them and they're, they're like, you know, they're, they're, they, they think it's great. Yep. I'm like, absolutely. I go, it's, 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 it's very, I, I like it a lot. I really dig it. And, yeah. um, it, I feel like it, it's, it eliminates a lot of that. Like, I think this, this came up in one of the older ones where it's just like, as far as like, you know, you want to talk to the other prop masters about stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's like, well, do do I call them? You know, like, how is this person? You know, are right. they going to just shoo me away and, yeah. and try to be like, this is my secret? You know, right. and it's just like, it doesn't need to be like that. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm like when folks when um folks come to me and like where they're doing like personal projects, I, I'm like, yeah, absolutely, trailers open, come and come and yep. get what you want. I'm all for it. Let me know how I can help you and 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 educate you more because that's. Yeah, because that, that, that's another thing. Like a lot of the younger folks here, um, I know they appreciate appreciate me for that. That I like, like I'm, I welcome it. Please ask me questions. Yeah. Well, how you know, anything at all? How did you do this? How, how's the process on going about doing this uh, particular yeah. task and things like that? And I don't have a problem with it. I don't have an ego where I need to hide it and, and be you know. Sure. Towards, it's like oh, I'm not sharing anything with you. You know, like my competition. Right. But, uh, you know, yeah. there are folks like that out there, unfortunately. And, yeah. I mean, less and less. Them. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think it's it, I think it's died down a lot more because I haven't really been getting that almost from anybody. No. Even like, I mean, I'm obviously a little bit of a younger generation, but even like I've been feeling more confident approaching a lot of like the older generation of prop masters and approaching them and just to talk to them a little bit more and even hopping on the phone. And even if some of them don't want to do the podcast, they're usually very open to sitting down and talking to me. Uh, if not, not even to ask for advice, but just to like talk about stories and sure. hear about what, but in yeah. doing this and doing the podcast and doing and being so involved in the PMG, I think it made me realize because in doing research to like hold these events, because I've, I've been helping doing a lot of the events that we're doing, at least here in LA, like we're researching these movies to try to like incorporate into the events. And I was like, oh, well, I thought I knew all the prop masters until so you start <laughs> going through. And then it's like, oh, yeah. who prop master this? It's like, okay. And you do the names. It's like, oh, man, out of this list of 20, I know maybe three of them. 
was right. like, yeah. oh my God. And like, you start going so in, it's like, why don't I know any of this? It's like, well, okay, these people are in Montreal. Um, 10 of them are in England, which I, I mean, at first it was like, I, I, I thought, I don't want to talk to any England prop masters because their system is different from ours. And I don't, and it, they're not, in my mind, real prop masters. But then I start seeing articles like of Scorsese talking about like releasing an article about a prop master, just typing them up. I was like, they have to do more than I'm I'm taking in from what I right. think, you know what I mean? Yeah, like absolutely. I'm just like if somebody's talking this highly and I'm on such a big level of being like the person, like there's there's something I'm not seeing. So I like I now I I'm like my focus has been Europe and 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 around there. I was like I want to talk to these prop masters and know because I don't know anybody on that side of the right. pond. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I'd like to just hear from them and hear their stories and about being what it's like being a prop master over there. And and I'm hoping and I th- I think that's in the work too yeah. that the people PMG is going to start letting um, those uh, ones overseas. International. Yeah, international. Yeah, we just voted in a couple so in this last wow. uh, board member, our board That's meeting. Great. Yeah. And again, you know, as far as like education, like you were saying, Leonard, too, we just finished doing our first Zoom class that we recorded, and it's eventually going to be put up, um, you know, on uh, probably YouTube or something like that. And so we're going to be doing a lot more of those things, and that will also help to um you know uh, to do some outreach like in new orleans as well to help awesome. bring people in to, you know so they feel like they're actually getting something from being part of the yeah. dmg other than just being in a club yeah so, that's yeah. awesome that's awesome but yeah I, I, all the the uh, 44 prop masters and that i've ever talked to were always fantastic yeah always very cool it's just like over outside of there it's where it's a little bit more territorial sure. and, and smaller with well, click yeah. that's i mean yeah i think it's indicative of the amount of work you know because again yeah. back in the day when people were more insular about it there wasn't a lot of shows going around so there was a lot of competition i know uh, several prop masters that i'm friends with now where you know 10 years ago we were head to head on a lot of shows and either i got them or they got them and you know, yeah. I didn't even know who they were. Yeah. You know, now we talk about it like it was, it's funny, but yeah. yeah. But now there's so much work out there. There's enough for everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I mean, and was, go ahead. I was going to say, I mean, I never, you know, it wouldn't like that would happen with me. I would never, I mean, I, I didn't get like furious over it. It's just, that's it's just how it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, you can't, you can't control it. I mean, you know, it sucks, but it is what it is. And you, you know, yeah. you just keep looking. Yeah, it's all about personalities anyway. You know, they don't yeah. always match with everybody. So, exactly. Sweet. Yeah. And a lot of these 44 prop matches you've been meeting, I was looking at the thing, is it's like, you know, there's some of the, like the biggest, like, there's shows that people dream of working on that you got to like work on these things. I mean, you got to work on what? Benjamin Button and and uh, Jurassic. Jurassic World with Guillaume. And so, yeah, I don't know if you heard the episode with him. Um, what was it? Yeah. By the time this come out, it'll be a few weeks ago. Um, where he was telling all us all the stories about like being able to do the Jurassic World stuff over there. And how yeah, I'm, set I'm almost finished listening. I listened to it on my way in and out of work. And so I'm almost done with that episode. But yeah, I've, I've, I've listened to it yesterday and today. And But yeah, I mean... Yeah, again, very fortunate being able to get the rub off of them, and I think, I mean, it's it's helped me tremendously. That's why I feel like you know, like as far as like gear, just everything from top to bottom with how to handle things. I, it's just I, you you can't teach that. I mean, it's just, you got to experience it, and that's what I try to share and try to to pass along. 
is that. And so that's why I feel like hopefully that people that work for me get that little bit of education as well and knowledge on, you know, this is this is the right way to, you know, the really nice way to do it and how it should be handled to where, you know, there shouldn't be any, you know, bad morale or right. things not being there on time. And, you know, just it's 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 yeah, it's um, what is the, the, the saying go? It's not the uh, the job's not hard. It's the people that make it hard. Oh, yeah. Like 100%. yeah. So, I mean, you know, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wow. But, uh, but yeah, those those shows were great. Like Jurassic World was the last like on that talk about my mind blown just yeah. i mean i was just always just like in awe of the massive sets and but yeah i remember oh he was telling the story about the background yeah a thousand background right. so, i yes, can't even had, imagine every day <laughs> we had a couple of those mobile minis and then a massive catering tent and then like how you were saying we had the stanchions with the like the letters you know for their last name and but the longest time it took was like when we first start when we first like day one passing all right so yeah. but we had he had you know again hampers and hampers of all different types of things and so yeah. as the people would come you know we give them each one all right you're good go on and then at the end of the days of the first day we had bags with their right. like like with their you know name. last name and a number right. and then, so then that was it then hamper a hamper b and then, so it was like here's your stuff and here you go and yeah. it was it was it like got a machine really easy yeah. But yeah, it was a we had a big team. Yeah, and I think he said something like it the first day it took six hours. Of yeah, to back up. Six by hours. the end it was an hour or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had like, yeah, it was like three or four a.m. calls. And then, yeah, then like eight, then by like 8 p.m., it was like when they would start shooting. And so, but yeah, then we had restaurants working in there and, yeah. and food. I mean, right. it was, yeah, we had he, we hired like a local craft service. Um, you know, got guys who do craft service right. to help with the popcorn do and do yep. all of this stuff. And it was, it was awesome. I mean, I remember that really good. And that's one of my, my biggest memories. And yeah. the last, unfortunately it also kind of ruined me as far as like being <laughs> like, we're now everything is just like, yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, all right, yeah, we're we're setting a guy on fire. I'll be, I'm just gonna go to the office. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm a huge Jurassic Park fan, so actually, we he he gave me one of the park maps. Like, so oh, yeah. I just framed it and put it up in the uh, oh, there it in is. the studio. Nice. <laughs> I was just like, cool. oh. and my brother, my brother, he's been doing this thing. Is uh, he is a podcast too? And he's been doing this thing where he because he does he'd never watched a lot of movies, and he's like now like oh I'm I'm really into cinema now. So he's like has all these like. Um, sets of movies that he's been trying to watch and, I, and he's like oh yeah i've never seen the jurassic parks and i was like wow. what and so <laughs> you're my brother i know i was like how <laughs> so he just sat down and watched all six movies wow. like oh, it, wow. within a few days and his favorite one was i mean i guess looking through the lens of that eye of seeing them all for the first time together his favorite one was the jurassic world movie just for the sheer fact of the actual mm. park being there right. open and yeah. functioning and how awesome that must have been. So being it on was, that set would yeah, be so mind blowing. Yeah. It was like two city blocks that they built pretty much. And then just, and then everything was real. I mean, like every storefront was completely decked out. Yeah. Everything. It was incredible. And so we, when we, 
they shot it. We um, Nat, we have a NASA here and with giant hangars, and they built some of the sets there. And I remember like the interior of like the the uh, the main building, the the greeting or whatever where the big thing is. We shot there, and then like two days later, they're destroying it. I'm like, they're tearing it all yeah. down, <laughs> dumpsters. That's I was amazing. like, or, or we, I, was like, I couldn't believe it, and I was just so sad. I was like, it's going into a dumpster now. Two yeah. days after we filmed it. I know that's the funny thing. I, I think about that a lot, you know, because you again so much work. Uh, you you start like again. I one time we did the the forum stadium on a stage, you know, where they built the whole freaking arena. You know, we had five different floors that changed depending on what city right. we were in. We had the parquet for uh, the Celtics and then the L.A. Lakers, um, and it, it how fast they can build sets and then like you said what you're done and then they tear them all down and they're gone in a heartbeat and it's just it's kind of surreal you know because again like i did a brooklyn 99 we did eight seasons and that precinct sat there you know ever you know during hiatus and was always there when you come and you go and it became part of your it becomes part of your world and your life and then all of a sudden they're gone and then the stage is empty and it's like wow yeah it just yeah, it's, it's a weird feeling. <laughs> I, I started the industry in set construction, and that's why I pivoted real quick because it's it started to break my heart. Yeah, that, because you're the guys that after you build it and you build this beautiful thing, they make you go back and throw it into the tr- dumpsters, <laughs> right? and it's like, oh, I don't want to do that. It's, it's yeah. surreal, is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is crazy. What's your favorite thing that you've ever worked on? Was it Jurassic World or? um probably short answer yeah yeah i mean off the top of my head um the biggest just coolest just i mean everything was just amazing with that um yeah off the top of my head i think that was it uh yeah just on the spot that let's say that nice i gotta say that but yeah yeah, uh but yeah again there's just not a lot of surprises after that show i mean and, and doing it for so long there's just not a lot of surprises so on this show that i'm on I, I've never done like mutant aliens in space yeah, before. I mean, awesome. I've, I've done space movies where, where I'm in space, but it's just been like NASA or something weird. And so I purposely w- did not go and check out the monsters until they showed up on set to be surprised. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. I was like, I am saving to get a real reaction out of it when I see these things. And, and it was, and that's what I did. And I was generally like enthused. I was like, wow, this is great. I was, I, you know, and, and then afterwards now I take photos of like tickling them, you know, and, <laughs> and, 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 getting, and putting bags of Doritos in their hands and nice. taking <laughs> so I can get a good laugh. Excellent. Yeah. You got to still have fun on set. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's my thing. I like, I, I, I like I like, I try to have fun good high morale will defeat any type of ne- negativity from some other source or whatever yep. you know it's you know so that's my thing i try to you know, have a good time do a good job and yeah. and go home happy yeah and god bless you for that because that's kind of like a dying art yeah okay yeah, I mean, because there's, yeah. it's so serious now i mean again back in the day you know we had so much fun and now eh, they take a lot of the fun out of it yeah yeah and so that's why I feel like I, I, I keep a lot of that. I try to keep a lot of that fun as for jokes yeah. and just doing things. But I mean, not over the top where they're like, all right, this is getting annoying with you. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, just but my big thing is morale. Yeah. You know, I, oh. you got to if your crew is upset, then you're going to you know, I don't like getting phone calls. I don't want phone calls. And I never have. Right. 
And so it's just uh, to make sure that they're taken care of. I got everything and yep. everything was fine and have a good time. Because, I mean, with the amount of time that we spend exactly. doing it, you know, I don't want to wake up angry. Right. Oh, well, yeah, so. too short. Yeah. For sure. Wow. I think we did it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was it, has it been an hour and a half? It's gone so it's fast. Just nearly an hour and a half. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's been great having you on, and and uh, I'm glad you're working. Is let me tell you, man. Yeah, I'm so grateful, so grateful because it's been so hard. You know, wife and two kids, yeah. and just all the things going on. I'm seeing it every day, and it's it's heartbreaking. Yeah, what's happening? And I just have to say, I just want to take a moment to say that you know this strike is a freaking nightmare. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and it's been hard on a lot of people. And I just want to say, man, you know, let's have each other's back. You know, let's be nice to each other, you know, because I'm reading a lot of stuff on the Internet. And people are getting really hostile with each other. And, uh, you know, we 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 should know who the enemy is here. Yeah. And it's not each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. OK. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it, it's a struggle. It's a it's a, 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 a consequential fight that the guilds are doing right now. And uh you know, it's and it's rough on people. And when people are losing stuff, losing their houses and their oh, cars yeah. and stuff like that, that puts it into a different realm. Okay, so it's not just about solidarity; it's about taking care of your family and stuff. And so, people get, you know, uh, uh, torn in two different directions. Yeah, when it comes to that, so you, we have to have compassion for people who are in a really bad way. So that's all I have. To, I just wanted to say that out there because I see a lot of it happening. And it's not that people don't want to support the unions. Everybody does. We're in the union. We all need to stick together. But we also need to understand where everybody's struggle is, too. So. Well said. Yes. Yeah. I 100% agree. I mean, look, I, I, earlier I, I went, I mean, I, I, I filled out a thing to, for Sam's Club when this show's over, trying to find another job. Yeah. I mean, I was door dashing and was fighting people getting in fights over three dollars yeah right no i mean that's how like yeah i mean and that's the thing you know people say oh well you know you should have a a, you know a a secondary gig or a backup gig the problem is is if if you're if this is your actual career you can't have a secondary gig i mean this i mean you work too much you know and then even if there is no work and you find you go get another job it's a fraction of what you're used to right that's yeah okay so you know, yeah, you could do it so you could have food, but it's not paying all your bills. Yeah. No. So. Yeah. I'm delivering. I'm delivering uh, blueprints right now. <laughs> like I got my side gig. Yeah. And, and it's just holding me up. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm like because I went through all the you know with that, and I, my wife was like, "Well, what else can you do? You know, what else?" I'm just like, I don't know. I I all I do is I make phone calls and I order stuff yeah, on the internet. Yeah, right. Like, Let's see what I, Craigslist I, has. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I mean, so I don't know. I'm thinking, well, maybe Hobby Lobby or some craft stores that where I can like have fun at. I don't know. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm just really hoping that this thing is over soon and get yeah. some some type of ball moving again. Because right. I know there's a lot of stuff lined up. It's just they're just waiting for this to yep. pull the trigger. Oh yeah, Absolutely. I'm I'm hoping the floodgates just unleash. Yeah, like I. I I'm praying that it was like that's what keeps. I was like, well, just let's keep our mind up. Like when this is all over, we'll be able to select which. Like yeah, that's right. how much jobs it's, are gonna come. Exactly. We'll be able to pick what gig. <laughs> yes. Yeah I, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I mean, we just need to get there. Yeah. 
sooner rather. So today's Friday, because don't they usually have an update every Friday or something? Uh, they've been talking, but yeah, it's it's, it's not going very not going well. well. <laughs> I mean, that's the last update that's come. Apparently, yeah, it's not. Well, going what, the, what was the quote the writers guild put out? It's it's uh, it's not nothing, but it's not nearly enough. Yeah, and I mean, like we said, this episode comes out three weeks from now. So, yeah, <laughs> hopefully, by this time, exactly. yeah, something's right. working yeah. out. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Oh, yeah. So we should do like a different ending. Yeah, the writer strikes. Yeah, over it's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Uh, so. all right. Well, Leonard, thank you again for taking the time out after your long day of work to come and talk. Absolutely, to us, so. it's my pleasure. I'm so excited. I've been I, once I got that email, I was so excited, and uh, yeah, I've been I've been looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad we were able to make it finally work. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, Mikey, roll us out. Okay. Um, one thing I want to plug real quick because I think by the time this comes out, it's going to be ready. Um, if anybody is listening to this is in the Los Angeles area or in the, or if you're not in the Los Angeles area and you just want to come to town for this in December from the third uh, from the first December 1st to the third uh, the Property Masters Guild is going to have a pretty good sizable central booth at Los Angeles LA Comic Con um, at the LA Convention wow. Center so we're gonna have a big booth we are gonna be showcasing props from Oppenheimer we're gonna have some a lot of really good props from Oppenheimer, including the bomb core, which is going to be amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, we, wow. yeah, we're going to, uh, uh, be showboating props from Jurassic world, cocaine bear, um, fast X, um, among a few. So we're going to have props from all of those and we're going to be able to run it. And we're going to get stories to tell you, um, Renfield also. So come by, come say hi to us. In addition to that, we're also going to have a couple panels going on. We're going to have a star Wars panel and, if you listen to our episode, a couple episodes, we had Guillaume on. He's going to be doing a panel there with the prop oh, crew nice. from Oppenheimer, oh, talking nice. about specifically Oppenheimer, and then which afterwards he's going to be coming down to the booth and telling you about all the props that he helped create and design and Brilliant. do the stuff that's all down there. So he'll be able to hang out with him and, and do all that stuff. So make sure you come hang out with us at LA Comic Con. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Very yeah, cool. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really, really excited for it. <laughs> Excellent. Um, aside from that, thank you guys all for tuning in to another episode of Prop Talk, the official podcast of the Property Masters Guild, brought to you by Real Working and Retired Prop Masters. If this is your first time listening, please make sure you like, subscribe, comment, wherever you're hearing this. It's going to help us. Um, if you would like more information on the Property Masters Guild, or if you would like to join, please um, go over to propertymastersguild.org. Um, and you'll find all the information there. You can also message us on the site. Uh, we are on Instagram at underscore the PMG and all other social media. Just search Prop Masters Guild and we should, or Property Masters Guild, and we should be able to pop up um, until our next episode. <laughs>